Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to Unlimited Horizons, the podcast by the International Association of Women. My name is Megan Bizzuto. I am your host here today and so excited for another incredible conversation with one of our influencer members from the IEW community. On this podcast every week, I am joined by these incredible women to share their stories and to inspire all of those around us listening. Today, I've got Denise H. Mack, affectionately known as DMAC, who is the founder and CEO of DMAC Consulting Group, LLC. Her mission is to help businesses thrive. As a strategic management consultant and problem solver, she helps organizations establish solid foundations designed to sustain growth, increase efficiency, decrease risk, and maximize profit. She also advises business professionals on how to take their business and careers to the next level. Dee, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here today. I'd love if you could tell us how how you got to the point of establishing DMAC Consulting Group. Yes, ma'am. Um, it, you know, strategy is something I've been good at for a long time. I think I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I help a lot of uh, individuals kind of as a freelancer, um, you know, get their businesses and their foundations right, right? Establish like those systems and processes or efficiencies within their business. And um, I started doing graphic design um, one year. And um, as a graphic design artist, I really found myself doing a lot of logos and websites, but really kind of going beyond the scope of just actually designing, like asking questions, um, you know, that kind of went beyond that realm. And and it was then I realized that, you know, it was bigger than just graphic design or marketing. A um, couple years later, uh, I started um, the consulting portion. And, and like I said, just helping people freelance. And, um, and I was still working full time. And oh, wow. I found... Yeah, I, I, my company completely shut down. And so I was forced to, you know, try to figure out, man, what am I supposed to do now? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of when I, I, you know, was forced in a sense, right, to start um, DMAC Consulting Group. Um, but then I found a job at USAA (laughs) and, you know, as a contractor and they pay some very good money. Right. So I was like, well, you know, let's, let's help USAA grow. And, um, and then I went from actually being, um, about to be hired on as a full-time employee, uh, when the pandemic hit and all of a sudden they started reorganizing, uh, the legal office there where I worked as an executive assistant and I got let go all, all the contract admin positions got you know released and I was like man what am I supposed to do now Lord and you know he was like what do you mean I gave you businesses right and, yep. uh, and it was just kind of a force to kind of step out on faith and and do this right. and uh, the great thing about it was uh that 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 particular month was probably, I made probably more that year from the business than I, or that month from the business that I had made the previous year combined. So 
you know, it was, it was scary, but necessary. And I'm so glad that I did it. Yeah. So I, I think that there's this, this sometimes a pivotal moment, right. Where we're forced into making a decision of, because you were kind of walking that line of entrepreneur, but still holding on to, to an income, right. Something, the safety net and the safety net, there's no, there's safety nets are good, right. Safety net. I, I often tell people it's important to have a safety net. It's important to be financially stable, but often that safety net will, will, keep you from making the really big leap of time and investment in going all in on your business. And so you were sort of forced to do that, which was probably a little scary, but at the same time, if you didn't have other options, (laughs) it it forced you to do it. Um, So we, we talk a lot about challenges on this podcast because I, I believe that when women come together and share their journeys and and talk about things they've overcome, it makes it easier for other women, right? So if, if my story can help somebody else, I'm, I'm all for that. So I want to dive in a little bit to your challenges and, and see what kind of learning moments you've had that we potentially could share with others. One of the things you shared in your show notes, um, is that one of the things you, you've faced has been fear. Um, can you talk about what, what was scary about taking the first step in your, in your entrepreneur journey? You know, honestly, Megan, it's, it's really the unknown, right? Like you don't know how you're going to do like that pressure to kind of perform. Um, when you have a safety net, the income doesn't matter. It's all about passion, Right. Right. What you doing, what you love to do. But when you don't have that, then it's like, man, like you have to make it happen. Um, So so the fear of the unknown, you don't know how people are going to receive you if you're going to face obstacles that prevent you from actually thriving. Um, So that was definitely the the biggest fear was just not knowing and and having that pressure. Mm -hmm. And what helped you get comfortable with, with, I mean, were you just, did you just feel so pushed that, okay, well now I have to do this because the safety net is gone or were there other things that helped you step into that, that role of saying, okay, I'm going all in on being an entrepreneur and this is, this is the way forward. Yeah. Um, so I think it was a little bit of, of, of both. Um, I, I definitely felt pushed like you have no choice. You're going to sink or swim. Right. Yep. But then um, as I started doing it, man, like I just, it's like people were like, oh my God, like, did, did you come up with that? It, and like, how long did it take you to come up with this plan? And I'm like, like five minutes. You know? <laughs> and they're like, you got to come help me. You know, you, you got to come help me. And, and, and so people started responding to the strategic solutions I was offering just as a, hey, have you ever thought about doing this type thing? And um, it gave me the confidence, right? To to know, hey, I was in the right vein. And and quite right. honestly, I, I love my job. Like this is probably the most fulfilled I felt in a long time. And and so it, it helps to know that you're in the right place, right? And, and circumstances will validate that um, yep. as you kind of step out and do what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And it sounds like you have found that place where you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and yep. you're getting the, you're getting the external val- external validation is a great thing, right? It's, it's not good when we place too much emphasis on what we're getting <laughs> from the outside, but when 
I mean, I often say like when you wake up in the morning and you're excited about the work you're doing, like I can tell the way you're talking about what you do, it lights you up. There's an energy coming from you and that's, that's incredible. So how, how amazing that, that you've gotten to this point now talking about being an entrepreneur and growing a business, I think it can be really easy to go all in and want to do do it all on day one. Let's talk about patience and why, why it's important to sort of take a breath and be a little patient as you're, as you're on your growth journey. Yeah. Um, so growth does not happen in one day. And, and I think, um, a misconception of entrepreneurs is that, you know, when they put all everything all in, you know, when they're all in, then, you know, they should expect to see something tomorrow, but, life doesn't work that way. Um, if you put into a seed into a ground, I use this analogy a lot. If you plant a seed, like the roots actually start growing down first, right? And then um, long before you ever see anything come up out of the ground. And, and so just because, um, you know, you plant something doesn't mean it's going to spring forth immediately. And so it's organic that way. And life um, entrepreneurship happens in the same way. Um, you know, you're planning, you're planning, you're planning. You might start to see some momentum building, but like it doesn't happen in one day. Rome wasn't built in a day, you know? It, it takes time to, to lay the foundation and actually um, orchestrate uh, or design your plan. And then the timing is important too, right? Because um, you businesses can actually grow too fast um, to where now they can't support the growth, right? And they end up going out of business. That is one of the reasons that some businesses go out of business. You just uh, led right into my next question. <laughs> <laughs> because that's that's one of the things I think is we do see this happen where we grow too fast. Yeah. And then suddenly we can't sustain the operations, right? Absolutely. And so I think about like, if you're actually producing a widget and suddenly you have 10,000 orders for widgets, but each widget, you have to actually go and put it together yourself. Well, suddenly you're, you don't have the capacity unless you hire, but can you hire people fast enough that are going to do this job the same way as efficiently as you do? And it, it creates this cycle of, Oh no, I can't deliver. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Um, any other like any other examples you can give or or thoughts on the the growth like why why growth should be over over a period of time and why like explosive growth can be a great thing but it also there's some challenges that can be that that are created when you grow too fast yeah um i i think that it should be progressive um because you need time to grow so if you're a first-time entrepreneur, you you need to build your capacity, right? Um, if you've never ran a business before, then you don't really know what you're doing. Um, and so slow growth can give you the ability to adjust to, you know, different things while learning. So you're growing as your business is growing. Um, and, and then I think that, you know, it really develops your capacity so that when you get to where you're supposed to be, you have the, the skill set, the knowledge, um, you know, you have, uh, the character, 
you have, you know, the, the foundation of your business in place so that it can sustain that growth, whether you're dealing with, you know what I'm saying, um, two, two clients, 200 clients, 2,000 clients, or 2 million clients. Um, so I think it's important to kind of take your time in building the foundation um, so that it can sustain what's coming, but you don't really know when it's going to get here. So, you know, you have to take advantage of opportunities that you have now. And I think, you know, I always um, advise clients to kind of like uh, test the waters, you know what I mean? Like figure out if this is working, um, what you're actually going to offer people, is it what they even want? Right. And and kind of tweak those things as you grow um, so that you can have something that people that there's a demand for that people want. Oh, that's so that's so important because we see so many people that think they have the best idea. Right. We see all these these great ideas, but the the only good ideas are the ones that actually solve a problem for somebody else. Right. We want to make sure that our customer actually wants what we're putting out there. And so if you haven't done that work to say, okay, is there value in my product? And are people going to want this? <laughs> then you're going to have a, a hard time growing your business. Um, I want to talk about community a little bit. Community is one of my favorite topics to talk about because I think community can be such an asset and such a helpful thing, especially for entrepreneurs. If you're entrepreneurship can be a very lonely journey, right? Yeah. If, if you're building a business by yourself and you don't have the, the bandwidth or the budget to hire a coach or hire a team, um, often you're, you're literally doing it alone and it can be really, really lonely. So tell me your perspective of community and why, why community is so important. Um, I think that the support, I mean, you kind of mentioned this support is the number one reason why community is important, but also accountability. Um, I find that, you know, in a community, like um, everyone has what they need, right? So everybody supplies kind of what, what everybody needs. And so you have kind of like these pool of resources um, that help everyone succeed, right? So it's not about just one person or or whatever, but that support is there. So, um, which leads me to accountability, right? Because sometimes you do as a solopreneur kind of get discouraged and, you know, you're like, man, is this working? I might as well quit. Or, you know, you start kind of vacillating on whether or not you're su supposed to even be doing this. Yep. Um, but then you have those individuals that are like, hey, man, you inspired me. Or, you know, uh, you can do this. I believe in you. And it could be the difference between you actually continuing and actually finding that, that vein of success um, and, and giving up. So I think support, accountability, but also, um, you know, just, just that to know that you're not alone. Um, I, I think be, like, like you said, business is lonely. Um, yeah. But yeah. You, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel sometimes. Sometimes um, that external voice can help you um, generate ideas and things like that. I and mean, I love um, uh, listening to audiobooks. And there are specific books that I, I love to, to listen to because they generate ideas. And, they, and they're like, oh, man, you know what? I, like, I just had a bright idea. 
And then yeah. next thing you know, you know, that's the part of the business that kind of takes off. Um, so it's like that with other voices, right? Yeah. Um, that may inspire you to do something that you've never really considered. Yeah. You touched on two things I want to circle back to. So number one is accountability, because when you're doing something alone, you're, you're truly accountable to yourself, but you also like only, you know, what you are truly capable of. Right. And are you, are you truly going all in or are you, are you faking, faking some of it? I like, I like, are you pretending, (laughs) right? Are you, are you really doing everything you need to do to get your business up and running? Um, and so when you have a system of accountability and that can come from your community, that can come from people around you. If you say, Hey, my website's launching next week, guess what? They're going to, they're going (laughs) to check in and say, Hey, we want to see that website. Right. Right. And so, so having, having people who will hold you accountable is so important. Um, but the other thing is also the voices you listen to and the, sometimes the people the people closest to us, our families and our friends will question what we're doing. They might say, Oh, you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I think that having some healthy boundaries in place so that those voices are not kind of disrupting your progress as an entrepreneur, but also you mentioned audiobooks. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also, I follow people on social media who are positive kind of motivating influences, people I look up to and respect. And I think having, having other voices that are in, that can feed your head and inspire you and motivate you is so important. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with eBooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. I, I want to touch on that just a little bit more because, um, you know, that I, I, I recognize that in my, in my personal family or circle of friends, or even those that maybe I look up to in my own circle of influence, um, you know, they may not know, they, they won't experience everything that's in you, right? Um, they it, it may just be limited to your interaction in particular. And so when you do say, you know what, I have this dream, you know, like like one experience I've had is people will look at me like this. And I'm like, you know, it creates doubt. And so it's like, like, you know, God literally had to show me like, you don't have to talk to everybody about everything. Just do what I tell you to do. Right. And, and it's like, don't, don't be afraid of their faces. Like, don't look at, you know, so I've learned to only communicate business things to like-minded individuals, right. That will be like, oh man, you know what, that's a great idea. And you know what else, et cetera, et cetera. So, so I I love what you said about that because sometimes they won't know the value they've seen you because they haven't seen it. 
Right. Uh, whereas somebody else who may experience you on that level is like, wow, like you're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's a it's really important to figure that out because the it can be easy to let the negative voices or those funny looks get in your head and make yeah. you go, Oh, am I doing the wrong thing? Am I doing yeah. the right thing? Am I it's that imposter syndrome, the self-doubt, like it all yeah. layers yeah. in. And somebody shared on an earlier podcast the I think it was on the podcast, but we were talking about boundaries and really like how to respond to those people that they just don't, they're not like-minded. They don't necessarily understand what you're doing. And, and the advice was they asked me how business is and I say, it's great. And then I change like (laughs) they don't need to know the details. They don't need to like, if they're not going to get it, they're not going to get it. And you don't have to have everybody supporting in the same way. So, um, I think that's really important. So as you as you, um, have your consulting group up and running, what, what are you looking forward to this year? What, are, what's next for DMAC consulting group? Man. Oh, you know, that question is always difficult because even though I have aspirations, things change on a daily basis, almost that mm-hmm. kind of like lure me in different directions. Um, but I think I, I definitely want to work with, um, more organizations that, um, you know, kind of like, I I put it this way, a lot of businesses kind of shoot from the hip and they just start working, right? And they're hoping something sticks, right? They're just throwing everything, just, man, let me try this, let me try this, let me try this. Um, But they've been successful because of the persistence and not so much because of their process, you know? Mm -hmm. So I want to work with organizations that are doing, uh, they, they have no problems generating revenue, but they're experiencing those growing pains and they're experiencing, um, you know, kind of like breakdowns, uh, human resource management issues, or, you know, they're experiencing uh, sy- systemic issues, right? Like their systems and yeah. processes aren't right. Um, so I've been working um, a lot with, uh you know, one particular organization and she calls me every time there's an issue and she's like, man, I need you to come down here again. Like, I, I would like, what's, what, uh, you know, and so we, we've started to kind of shape that. Um, and I think there's more of that, the training and development part as well. I want to work in like actually training, um, you know, leadership and, and getting them to really consider the, the, the total right. Um, thing as opposed to just being like kind of short-sighted. Right. Right. I love it. Well, for our listeners, um, anyone tuning in, you'll find links and, and where to connect with D in the show notes, but online, she is at DMCG slash sa.com. She's on Instagram at DMAT consulting group and Facebook DMAT consulting group, and also has a YouTube channel. Um, so go check that out, go connect D as we wrap up here, any, any final wisdom or words of advice that you want to share with our listeners? uh, keep it moving. Right. Um, and, and you know what, um, I I hear a lot of emphasis on, um, you know, pursuing or remembering your why, like, you know, think about your why, think about your why. But, um, I just want to say, you know, it's not enough to remember your why you have to force yourself to engage in it daily because that's when you're going to get the motivation from when it's something you're passionate about engaging in it, it kind of like rejuvenates you. 
Um, And then finally, the last thing I want to share is that success doesn't happen by accident. It happens by design. So you have to be intentional, right, about um, doing the things that are going to get you closer to where you want to be. Absolutely. Oh, such a great way to wrap this up. It was such so much fun talking to you. I'm so glad I got to meet you here today. Thank you for sharing your your story and your tips with our listeners. Um, go go connect with Dee. Go follow. She's got lots of great tips and advice online as well. And I hope you all have a great day. We will see you back here again next week. Thanks, Dee. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.